0: I've been a walking with my face turned to the sun Weight on my shoulders, bullet in my gun Oh, I got eyes in the back of my head
1: and welcome all people on their journey of faith. We are a reconciling congregation, meaning that persons of all sexual orientations and gender identities are welcomed to help transform our church and our world into the full expression of Christ's inclusive love. We are a sanctuary church advocating for the rights and dignity of immigrants, and we stand in solidarity with the Movement for Black Lives.
0: I'm wading
1: through muddy waters
0: You know i got a made-up mind salvation and I'll fight with the strength that I got until I die so I'm gonna stand up take my people with me together we are going to a brand new home far across the river can you hear freedom calling calling me to answer gonna keep on To face cause I'm alone And I just might fail But Lord knows I tried Sure as stars fill up the sky Stand up, take my people with me Together we are going to a brand new home Across the river I hear freedom calling Calling me to answer Gonna keep on keeping on I can feel it in my bones I go To prepare a place for you I go to prepare a
1: place for you. Our podcast blends a taste of the music that we experience here in worship on Sunday mornings, along with a scripture reading and a message. Today's scripture is Matthew 28, verses 16 to 20. Now the eleven disciples went to Galilee, to the mountain to which Jesus had directed them. When they saw him, they worshipped him, but some doubted. And Jesus came and said to them, All authority in heaven and on earth has been given to me. Go, therefore, and make disciples of all nations, baptizing them in the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Spirit, and teaching them to obey everything that I have commanded you. And remember, I am with you always, till the end of the age. Amen. amen thank you choir thank you jerry will you join me now in praying the words of preparation which are printed in your bulletin let us pray gracious and loving god may the words of my mouth be acceptable in your sight O god our strength and our redeemer amen well, I don't know if, if you're going to remember this. Uh, maybe you weren't even part of Epworth then, but, uh, but it was six years ago, 2017, um, and it was midsummer, and many people were traveling. So, so, maybe, so maybe you weren't here, maybe you don't remember it, but it was the second sermon I preached at Epworth. You remember it? <laughs> 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 Well, in that sermon, I, I mentioned a neighbor of mine um, who uh, we, were, we were having some, um, some happy hour time, uh, Elizabeth and I, and, and we, were, we were kind of talking about this preparation as I, as I was preparing to, um, to come to Epworth and be the new pastor. And my neighbor suggested that I do a series called Sermons in the Time of a Mad King. <laughs> now you might remember it. Well, and now, now, though not specifically named in that sermon, it, it was a veiled reference to the president we had in the White House at that time. And, no, and though now it seems impossibly long ago, in 2017, that election was fresh. It wasn't even a year old. And shortly after delivering that sermon, I received a message from a member I love feedback, always, all kinds, and uh, after that sermon, I received a message from a member who wondered if I had come to be a pastor for all of the people, or just the Democrats. So not only had my sermon made this reference, but... Also, I had come to Epworth from um, an organization so deeply identified with progressive values that, um, in in some cases, identified with the radical left, that the FBI had conducted surveillance on that organization for decades. And in my on-site interview for the lead position, the search committee of that organization had showed me with great pride two bookcases, about nine feet tall and three feet wide, that were filled with notebooks containing the FBI files uh, on them obtained through the Freedom of Information Act. So I understood where this question was coming from. And I appreciated the question. This member was right to question if I was making an assumption about where everyone else stood or if I was aligning myself with a particular political party over and above my role as pastor. When we start to believe we know, quote, what we all think, we certainly have lost our way. Over the years, I have been both amazed and proud that so many people have shared with me that when they came to Epworth, they felt something special. And many others have said to me, this church is like no other. We are Epworthians, and it's true. This is a special place. Epworth is a home for all people, inclusive, caring, thoughtful, deeply gifted, and honoring of diverse gifts, mature and maturing. I'm so grateful for this community, for all of you. Epworth is a fully intergenerational community, so, even though I, I think that faith communities are, are really perhaps the only intergenerational community uh, of a kind of an institution that we have left in our society. Some of our churches actually aren't that intergenerational anymore. Epworth is a fully intergenerational community, though I do need to point out that we are a little light on the young adult category. (laughs) But of course, there is also a danger in this specialness. One of the icons of Epworth is Mary Gaddis's jean jacket, proudly displayed in the Fellowship Hall. On the back, it reads in big, bold letters, justice, not just us. As one of the earliest leaders of the LGBTQ uh, movement for LGBTQ Uh, inclusion in the church and in community, Mary's activism was often associated with justice for the queer community. But She also advocated for women in the trades and the rights of women in general. She was a fierce ally of anyone on the margins, and Epworth was a place of sustenance, a place to come home to, a community of friends. Sometimes, I think Mary was giving us a, a, a double prophecy, a double admonition, because sometimes in our joy at having found a community like this, we can forget that there are so many others out there desperate for a pra- place like this, desperate for us not to get too comfortable with our just us. Our scripture for today from Matthew, known as the Great Commission, says this, Go, therefore, and make disciples of all the nations, baptizing them in the name of God, Creator, Redeemer, and Sustainer, Father, Son, and Holy Spirit, and teaching them to hear and follow everything I have commanded you. I Am with you always it asks us to go out into the world as Christians to share the good news we have experienced in Jesus Christ and teach the way of Christ what does it mean to make disciples you heard the, the same language as we baptized Maya and Noah this morning what does it mean to make disciples Well, sometimes it can conjure pictures of the Crusades or conversions born of violence and conflict over who is dominant. We must remember that past and not redact it, but also not get stuck in it either. Because to make disciples, to share and to teach the good news, means to so fully inhabit the way of christ which is the way of love that our lives are the teachers it means to live in such a way in the world that others are so compelled by our witness that they want to learn more of this way and walk it themselves it means that we go out into the world seeking the least, the last, and the lost. And we don't just bear witness to love, but invite others into a love so deep and wide that it transforms them, and they, in turn, are compelled to share it too. We don't just rest in the home we have found. We are also restless until everyone has a home of community, justice, and peace, and love. One of the experiences I have loved here at Epworth was getting to be one of the adults who went to Sierra service project. I confess, though, that at first I was reluctant to go. I'm getting old. I'm older than I was six years ago. And it doesn't feel like six years uh, in aging. It actually feels more like 10. And I, I wasn't looking forward to sleeping on a hard, Platform and having no electricity for a week. Well, on the last night of the Sierra Service Project site up in Del Norte County, where we were, the tradition is to go to the state park on the coast with a beautiful beach that's just over the Oregon border. And as part of the ritual leading up to this culminating time on the beach, we were each asked to write on a card a word, that reflected an identity we claimed for ourselves and a word that we hoped others would use to describe us. There were many different words chosen by the adults and the campers but there was one identity whether it was written down or not that we all shared in common. Christian. To be a Christian does not mean we are perfect or that we have everything figured out. In fact, it means we admit we don't have everything figured out, but we trust in a God who has been active in history, bringing all things together for good, often impossibly so. It means there is really only one requirement of us, to be faithful. And in today's scripture, we have what is known as the Great Commission, to go out into the world to baptize and to make disciples in the name of Jesus Christ. And Jesus has also previously spoken of what is known as the Great Commandment to love God with all our hearts, minds, and souls, and our neighbors as ourselves. And when we couple these two things, the Great Commandment and the Great Commission, we have a definition of what it means be faithful. At the beach during Sierra Service Project that night, the word I wrote on my card, the one identity I claimed for myself was Christian. And the word that I wrote that I hoped others, others would use to describe me was faithful. And though I was initially reluctant to go, the week inspired me and renewed me. The young adult leaders, And the way they gathered in people from all over the West Coast and sent us out to serve and love reminded me who and whose I am. I'm a United Methodist Christian, and they reminded me of my core hope, to be faithful. In this complex world, there are so many identities we can claim. Some of them are important in a... An immediate sense, maybe in a in a smaller sense. Sometimes we think that our political identifications are the most important identity that we own, and and there are other identities that we have and we celebrate. In fact, that you know, of course, this is Pride Month, and we celebrate the uh, the identity of being an LGBTQ person and being a congregation that celebrates LGBTQ identity. These particular identities are not unimportant. Their honoring brings in the beautiful details of our community. And at the same time, there is this one identity that we all share that brings us into unity, that clarifies who and whose we are, and that is Christian. You know, the funny thing about those bookcases filled with the FBI files and notebooks back at the Fellowship of Reconciliation, the position I had before Epworth, was when I got that job, I, I couldn't wait to spend time reading what had been tracked and assessed and what the FBI said about us and what was cataloged. But when I took a look into the notebooks, what I found there was so extensively redacted that it was meaningless. It was internal and opaque identity code that meant a lot to the people on the inside, but had no import or impact on anyone outside of that tight circle. So back six years ago, when I received that message from this particular member, immediately I called them and asked if i could come and visit my hope and expectation was to reassure this person that i was here for all the people and the irony is that when i got there we actually didn't talk about the sermon or politics at all we talked about the church the annual conference the life of faith We spoke to our core identities as Christians and as United Methodist Christians and our hope for the world. We talked about what a special place Epworth is and what it is for each of us and how it is a spiritual home. Epworth is a beautiful spiritual home, and I trust that you who make it so special will keep doing so. And I trust that you will also remember that we exist not for ourselves alone. When Jesus came into the world, it was not for his sake, but for the sake of the world. And so as we follow in his footsteps, this is our call and our commission too. We are blessed with this special place, and we are here for the sake of the world. Always for the sake of the world. May it be so. Amen.
2: Home is where I want to be. Pick me up and turn me round. I feel numb. Born with a weak heart. I guess I must be having. As we say about it, the better. Make it up as we go along. Feet on the ground, head in the sky. It's okay, I know nothing's wrong. Nothing. Hi, I got plenty. Always for love, cover up and say goodnight, say goodnight.
1: You've been listening to the podcast for Epworth United Methodist Church in Berkeley, California. Wherever you're located, we'd love for you to take a next step in growing in faith in this community. Our online worship is at 10 a.m. on Sunday mornings on Facebook Facebook. YouTube and on our website at Epworthberkeley.org. Or you can fill out an online connect card at EpworthBerkeley.org backslash connect. Have a great week.
2: There was a time before we were born. If someone asked, this is where I'll be well out. Hi. We drift in and out Hi-yo oh, Singing to my mouth Out of all those kinds of people You got a face with a view I'm just an animal Looking for a home Share the same space for a minute or two And you love me till my heart stops Love me till I'm dead Eyes that light up, eyes look through you Cover up the plain spots, hit me on the head Ah, oh, hee!